0: and share um, in representation. I want to call your attention today um, to a passage of scripture found in the gospel according to Mark. For I'm a firm believer that um, if you have not seen the movie Black Panther, shame on you. And uh, whoever whoever haven't gone seen it, wave at me because we need to get together because I want to go again and, um, and we can go. We want to go and get it. We, we're not going to bootleg. We want to get these people. Yeah. Amen. Y'all get with me and, and this week because uh, most of y'all on spring break anyway um, we want to go this week. Get with me and uh, we can go um we can go one day this week. We can do it in the evening if need be. I know some of us have to work. Amen. I believe every one of our children should see it. Amen. And then and then it don't hurt that some of us grown folk look at it. Because some of us have forgotten. Amen. Mark chapter two. I need your prayers. It is my prayer that you have already prayed. That you've already lifted us up in prayer as we thank God for you as we continue to pray one for another. Um, I believe that the Lord blesses us in some strange ways. Um, He does not go according to our script, but he does it his own way. And I want to call your attention to Mark chapter 2. Just a few verses in that beginning um, um, portion of that chapter. I believe it's verses 2 through 5. So what I want to call your attention to. It says... Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door, while he was preaching God's word to them. Four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat, Right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. Amen. Can you shout Wakanda forever? Wakanda forever? Amen. Amen. You may take your seats. <clears throat> Yeah, Wakanda forever. Now, before any of you turn me off, because I'm a firm believer that there are some folk who believe that uh, it's not biblical to raise um, this context of scripture or this context of sermon in the church. Because we recognize in the Marvel comic book series that Wakanda is a fictitional place. In other words, it's not a real place, but I'm here to tell you that even though it's not a real place, it emphasizes some real issues. I'll say it one more time. It may not be a literal real place, but there are some real issues that are emphasized in the movie. And many of us believe that the movie is about the Black Panther, and even though the Black Panther is the title of the movie, if you look into the movie, what you'll discover, Danita, is that it's really not about Black Panther, but it's about a people rising. Let me say it again. It's about a people who have been laying dormant, who people do not know um, really exist and don't even know the power that they hold. Those that do know they are in existence and they are laying dormant to the whole world. And there comes a time in every life when what's in you has to come out. And what the Lord wants us to recognize is you got to understand that there's a purpose for your life. You're not an accident. You just just didn't happen to get here because mom and daddy had a slip up. No, whatever took place to get you here, it was God's design, plan that you would make it here because life comes from the Lord, Amen. And you have to recognize that even if other folk don't think much of you, there's a God that thought a whole lot of you. And somebody right there should have got excited on the inside because you've heard some folk talk down to you, belittle you, tell you you're not much, you won't amount to nothing, called you everything but a child of God. But my shout and your shout is our worth is not determined by what comes out of the mouth of men, but our worth is what's determined by what comes out of the mind and the creation of the Lord. And you can shout today because your neighbor may not think much of you, but you have a God that bankrupt heaven for you. I'll say it again because your shout should not be determined by your circumstances or the people around you. Your shout should be determined because you recognize that there's a God who sits above, who looks below and still thinks so much of you that he supplies you not with some of your needs, but with every one of your needs. Isn't anybody in here this morning that can testify? condom may be fake, but I'm real. God woke me up this morning. That means there's a purpose on my life and there's something he wants the world to see that he's going to give the world through me. Can I bless you real quick? You can't worry about what folks say because folk will send you to hell. But when you think about all that matters is the word of God. Can I tell you what he said? He says, you are wonderful, fearfully and wonderfully made and marvelous are thy works and you need to recognize folk may call you some of everything but the Lord called you wonderful. Can I bless you real quick? You're not being arrogant, conceited, cocky, but you ought to just look at the world and say, I'm wonderful. You know what makes me wonderful? Not because of me, but because of my creator. I was born like this. In other words, I woke up like this. Hate on me, hater. I woke up like this. This melody in my skin, I woke up like this. This kinky hair that I used to have, I woke up like this. Thick nose, I woke up like this. Thick lips, I woke up like this. Black don't crack, I woke up like this. And what I need you to understand, you need to recognize, you better be thankful that I woke up. But because I woke up, everybody can wake up. I know you missed it right there. And the blessing that we have, even in a movie, is the Lord will make us come back to understand that the source says he knows what he's doing. Did you hear what I just said? And we need to make sure because some of our children are under the mindset that they're not much or they're not nothing based on the circumstances they find themselves in. But you need to recognize it's not your circumstances that make you. What make you is what the God that we serve has put on the inside of you and you have to learn not to allow your circumstances to change your praise. I'll say it again. Because everybody got an issue. Everybody have a problem. Everybody have a trial or a tribulation. The question is, can you you praise God in the midst of your issue can you praise God in the midst of your trial can you praise God in the midst of your tribulation when your heart is heavy can you praise God when all heck and hell is breaking loose in your life can you praise God can you praise God healthy can you praise God broke can you praise him when you're up can you praise him when you're down can you praise him when they pat you on the back can you praise him when they stab you in the back can you praise God in every situation cause every now and then it's not gonna go the way you planned but you're going to have to recognize if you recognize the same God that was there when things was well, he's the same God that'll be there when things are not well. Can somebody testify up in here? You want to know why I know him like I know him? Because when I was down, he showed up. When my heart was heavy, I found out he's a heavy, low sharer. He really is a heart fixer. Somebody can testify. I didn't know if I was going to make it. But can I tell you, by the grace of God, I'm still here. I should have got just a little bit more help. Maybe from this side over here because maybe you haven't counted your blessings yet. Maybe you ain't started looking at where the Lord has brought you from because if you look at where you used to be, now you got some wounds, you got some scars, you got some some aches and some pains. You may have limped in here. You may have came in here with all kind of other stuff on your mind because life can do you like that sometimes. But the great news is you made it here. And because you made it here, it lets you no, you got a God that still has all power in the palm of his hands. And somebody just need to take 13 seconds and just praise God right now where you are for things being as well as they are. You know why you ought to praise me? It could be worse. You think I'm joking, huh? As Job. You lost one family member. He lost 10 at one time. It could be worse. Yeah. 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 And God will use a movie to remind us of where we come from. Can, can you hear what I just said? God will use a movie to remind us of where we come from. And I'm grateful for that because um, there's some things you won't get in, in classrooms because some classrooms are not there to tell you the truth. They're just there to steer you in a particular direction. You catch that on your way home. Um, but every now and then, God will allow the truth to surface. And can I tell you, if you ever want to bless your child, if you ever want to bless your life, if you ever want to bless your family, tell them the truth. C- can I help you real quick? And, and, and if you hang up on me, that's your business. God ain't white. Now y'all think I'm being racist. No, I'm calling the Bible. I, I, I can read my Bible. And I know that when the Bible talks about the creation story, it said he made humans. Yeah. I went to school. Can I tell you what that word? He means color. Hugh means color. Go check your TV out. it say your hue. Hello somebody. Hue means color which means he made the colored man and when he made the colored man, out of the colored man came every man. I'll say it one more time because you forgot who you are. That's why the Bible says the last shall be first. Come here somebody. They treat you like you last but they really know you're first. Hello somebody. And that's why they try to keep you down and keep you ignorant. They don't want to know. They don't want you to know who you really are because if you know who you really are you might start acting thing like it And what would happen if everybody walked in this church this morning and recognized you are kings and queens, princes and princesses, and start acting like you really are? You would turn this world upside down. Well, you may not act like it, but let me just put it in the atmosphere. God made you to be a king, a queen, a prince and a princess, whether you know it or like it or not. He did not call you to be some chick on the side. He called you to be the queen he created you to be. If you think I'm joking, go to Wakanda. It'll show you because Wakanda shows you how the Lord brings things together. I'm here to tell you Wakanda will show you how the Lord brings things together. You think I'm joking. Ain't nothing but a chessboard in Wakanda. It's 64 squares on the chessboard. And the most powerful piece on the chessboard is the queen. But the queen is there to defend the king. And when you watch the movie Black Panther, you'll watch the nation of Wakanda. All of those that protect the king is the gods called the queens. Hello, somebody. It's a whole bunch of black women standing around them with some supernatural power and skills that make sure that whatever happened, my king is gonna survive. Can I bless you real quick, ladies? If you want success in your life, you better make sure your king survives. Hello, somebody. Because the game ain't over till the king is taken. And when your king is gone, the game is over. But we serve a God that lets you know the devil ain't after your stuff. He's after the king. Now, somebody got upset when I said that right there because you don't view it as a king and queen relationship. That's why he's been trying to separate the man from the woman because he knows the woman without the king and the king without the woman, they're incomplete. That means they're vulnerable for attack. But when you got a king that's surrounded by that queen, that queen gonna make sure whatever needs to take place. Come on, baby, if it's going down, let's get it over with because I'm here to make sure that even if I have to put my life on, the line. Can I tell you that's why men can't have babies because they ain't toughest than women. Hello somebody because if it was up to a man to give birth this population would have been over a long time ago but some women got something that God put in them that we just don't understand. That's why all your life you've been hearing people say ain't no love like a mother's love. It's because God has put something in that queen that we really don't have but can I tell you I thank you because he put it in her to protect me. the other day was women's day now let's give some credit to god because every day with god is a woman's day come on you ought to just start thanking god because somebody can testify i had a praying grandmama i had a praying mama i had a praying auntie daddy was doing this thing but there was some woman on her knees calling my name before the lord when i wasn't thinking about god mama called my name big mama called my name my dear called my name it was some woman going to God on our behalf can I tell you why we have in church right now cause some woman stood up and said the heck with all of that God is able can we take 13 seconds and just praise God for the women that he placed in your life cause you wouldn't be in church if it wasn't for a woman come on tell the truth you wouldn't have what you have right now if it wasn't for some woman You come on tell the truth you wouldn't be where you are right now if it wasn't for that woman and we thank God hello somebody for that woman he put in our life that's all you got when your nose was running she was wiping it that's all you got When you was out there naked, she was trying to cover you. That's all you got? When you was cutting the food, she would get in front of the camera and say, but he's a good boy. That's all you got? When daddy couldn't get a job, she said, don't worry about it. I'll take up the slack. That's all you got? When daddy walked out because they didn't know no better, she said, don't worry about it. I got the Lord. And between God and this issue. Let me bless you. Let me help you make sure I'm in the Bible because somebody going to say he said all that, but it wasn't biblical. When you look at Mark chapter two, here's what you'll discover. You'll discover that verse one, which I didn't read says, and he came back again, which means he's been there before. And when you do your lesson and your homework on the on a place called Capernaum, what you'll discover is he had to destroy Capernaum because there was some folk there that didn't treat it right. Hello, somebody. Didn't respect what the Lord had done for them. But the Lord said, I know what I have there, so I'm not going to wipe them out. I'm just going to turn this thing around. And so what you got to thank God for is he didn't wipe you out. Hello, somebody. But he knows how to turn some stuff around. Come on, come on, tell the truth up in here. You should have got wiped out a long time ago. But by his grace and his mercy, he knows how to knock you down and turn some things around. Can I tell you how he lifts you sometimes? He lifts you up by knocking you down. Because sometimes we get beside ourselves. Anybody been there? Sometimes we think it's us and not him. And sometimes we get arrogant so he'll knock us down. That's what he did to Capernaum. He had to knock them down. But when he came back, he let them know the reason reason I came back because I know what's in you. Uh, when you go check it out, I'm going to tell you that in the city, in the nation called Wakanda, it's headed by five tribes hello somebody, y'all y'all that been there, you know it, if you ain't been, I'm just giving you a little quick spoiler alert um, here's what happened, it was five tribes it was the mining tribe, the river tribe it was the merchant tribe, it was the Jabari tribe, why y'all looking at me strange like that, and it was the river tribe it was five tribes, can I bless you when you look at the book according to Mark chapter 2, you'll discover that Capernaum is known for five brothers that the Lord brought into the fold. John, Peter, Andrew, James, and Matthew. Hello somebody. I'll say it again. John, Peter, Andrew, James, and Matthew. Five. Because he knew that it was five tribes that had to get his people back up. I know you didn't catch it right there but I'll bless you one more time. What I told you last week. Five is the number of grace. Hello somebody. And the reason you are here is because God gave you some grace. Hello somebody. When you couldn't hold yourself, he had five tribes. Hello somebody. When you was paralyzed, he had Four other brothers standing on the side of you said, You can't pack yourself. Hello, somebody. I'm backing up because I went too fast right there, Chris. Hop it one more time. When you couldn't hold yourself, when you couldn't carry yourself, God knew there was a paralyzed brother in the neighborhood. And everybody got a paralyzed family member right now. Hello. That's why you can't kick them out. You gotta lift them up. That's why you can't run them down. You gotta push them up. That's why you gotta make sure that you keep pouring into that black sheep of your family because you was once paralyzed too. But by the grace of God, He didn't give up on you. And and can I tell you, every one of us need to go back and tell God that we are apologizing for how we treated somebody else because they weren't acting right and forgot how we was acting, and the Lord has still been good to us. Can I say it one more time? It was five tribes. Matthew, hello somebody. There was John, Andrew, Peter, and James, and Matthew, five tribes. And when you get into the book of Mark chapter 2, you'll discover that four brothers brought a Fifth brother, hello, somebody that was paralyzed. I said that's five. That's why, first of all, you gotta watch who's on your side. Because you better make sure, Marsha Rue, that when you're paralyzed, you got some folk that'll pack you and not attack you. cause too many folk when we're down we got folk that attack us hello somebody and God said I don't have time for you attacking the folk that's down that's why I gave you the strength that you can lift them up can I ask you this question before I run out of time who are you lifting up right now who are you holding up right now Who are you taking to Jesus right now? Who have you partnered with to get that loved one to Jesus? Because somebody knows if we don't take them, who going to get them there? Okay, y'all looking at me strange. I guess I'm boring you so I can hurry up. So say I'm in hurry up and make sure you see it in the text. Here it is. I said it's five tribes. Did y'all hear me? Five. One, two, three, four, five. Let's say them again because somebody think I'm making it up. I'll say it so you can get it. James, Andrew, John, Matthew, and Peter. Y'all own this thing, right? So five tribes, right? And when you get... To verse number one of chapter two it says he came back again and the reason he came back again because he knew that that nation had to be lifted up now it's always been there hello you've always been here but you've been you've been you've had the oppressors hand over you so you really didn't know who you are because your enemy will never teach you correct I'll say that one more time why do you expect your enemy to teach you the truth and teach you correct I'll say it one more time can I tell you why they are going through class school, graduating, and still reading on the fourth grade level, because your enemies will never teach you correct. I'll say it one more time. Y'all got mad at me. Huh. All they care about is getting that almighty dollar. That's why they land off teachers, but they're giving administrators bonuses. Hello, somebody. Don't expect your Why y'all looking at me Strange? Don't expect your enemies to teach your children the truth. Hello? And, and I, that's just a very form of insanity to think those that didn't treat you right gonna treat your child right. I knew I wasn't going to get no amens right there because I didn't went too deep on them. I ain't trying to go there. Let me back up and get back on the surface because if you, if you satisfied with your child being illiterate, keep putting them in the hands of your enemy. Hello, somebody. But here's what I'm trying to get you to understand is the Lord knows what's in you. Can I tell you, can I tell you, uh, Brother Dexter, what I love about these four brothers that packed the brother that was paralyzed? First of all, the four brothers understood that there was value in that paralyzed man. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, I need you to understand in that because um, I've got some issues that I'm dealing with in my life. There's some areas in my life where I'm paralyzed, but I need somebody around me that still sees value in me. I'm going to say it one more time because uh, uh, many many folk that come to church, they love to point out the flaws of everybody that show up in church. And the reason they point the flaws out of everybody else is because they don't want nobody to see their flaws. Can, can I bless you with this story real quick? I'm Russian. Um, can I bless you with this story real quick? <clears throat> there was a woman who came to the pastor, and she, she said, Pastor, um, I love the church, but I'm leaving the church because there's too many hypocrites in the church because while you're preaching and teaching, they're always looking at their phone. They're always sending notes. They're doing everything but paying attention to you. And Lord, and Lord knows I'm sick of being around all these hypocrites in church because we should be here to learn of God, to be fed the word of God. But all they do is text one another, talk about each other, and run the preacher down. And the preacher said, cool, here's what I need you to do. Before you leave, will you do me one favor? She said, sure, pastor, whatever you say. He said, I'm going to give you this glass of water. And what I want you to do, I want you to walk around the church with this water. Just just wait one lap around the church. I'm going to fill this glass of water up. And I need you to make one lap around the church with this water. And if you do that, then we can come back and talk about it. She said, fine, that's all. Yes, just make one lap around the church with this glass of water. And make sure that the water don't spill. She say, cool, that's all you got for me? He says, yes, just do that. He gave her the glass of water. Fill the glass up with the water. She got the water. She began to make her track around the church. She's walking around the church with the glass of water, Allison, making sure that no water spills. She's taking her time to make sure she don't bump into anything, that she don't trip over nothing, to make sure no water spills. She makes her lap around the church, gets back to the pastor and say, here you go, pastor. Here's the glass of water. I didn't spill anything. He said, cool. He said, let me ask you one thing. Did you see anybody texting? She said, no. He said, did you see anybody gossiping? She said, no. Did you see anybody talking about anybody? Did you see anybody not paying attention? Did you see anybody sleeping in church? She said, no, I was too busy focusing on the water to make sure I didn't spill anything. He said baby that's how you're supposed to come to church You ought to be so busy focused on the Lord You ain't got time to see what nobody else is doing Can I bless you real quick Who are you focused on right now Because if you put your eyes on the Lord what's wrong with some of us. We come to church with a telescope in front of instead of a mirror. But you need to put your eyes on the Lord. And when you look at God, you'll recognize all of us pale in comparison. But I'm getting out your way because I'm out of time. But the Bible lets us know that four men brought one man to the Lord. But when they got there, there was a crowd. Hello, somebody. And sometimes you got to have folk that will break some rules. Hello can I bless you real quick I want somebody that's down with me whatever needs to be down and done hello somebody because the rules said that because it was too crowded to get in that you had to stop where you were leave him at the door he's paralyzed he really ain't supposed to be in there no how because he's considered unclean you got him close enough now maybe on the way out the Lord will see him and give him what he needs but you need somebody in your camp and in your corner that'll break some rules to make sure you get what you need. Can I tell you what they did? They went up to the side of somebody else's house that don't belong to them. That's called trespassing, baby. They went on top of the roof and tore a hole in the roof. Now you're going to get in trouble. Not only are you trespassing, but now you're vandalizing somebody else's property. And now you're going to get in trouble because you are considered to be a vagrant vandalizer. And now you know what that means. Here comes the popo. But you need somebody that say if I gotta go to jail to get you out of this situation that's exactly what I'm going to do is anybody know what I'm talking about because he didn't need to get close to Jesus somebody needs to understand I needed to be in his presence isn't anybody here can testify I'm so glad that I had somebody on my side that was a real ride or die. Hello, somebody. You know what I'm talking about. That's that person. It don't matter if you call him at three in the morning and say, baby. She say, where you at? Anybody know somebody like that? I got the gun, you got the bat I got the knife, you got the stick Whatever we need to do, we gonna do it We'll bust the windows out the car If that's what we need to do I'm here to tell you, you gotta have somebody on your side I'm not advocating violence But I am advocating the fact That if you gonna do battle with the devil Sometimes you gotta break some rules Hello somebody And when they got in front of Jesus The Bible puts it this way That Jesus said because of their faith Ashley I'm out of time I'm done I'm not out of word or message I just want to get you to say Wakanda forever because of their faith hello somebody Ashley, I'm not out of message or material, I'm just out of time, but before I leave, I just want you to throw your exes up and say to forever, because you want to know why I'm here right now, because I had a ride-or-die mama that whatever it took to get me in the presence of Jesus, that's what she was going to do, and I got to testify, she broke a few rules to get me there. But by the grace of God you might break a rule but he's a rule breaker hello somebody because he makes the rules hello somebody and somebody can testify my shout is is I'm not here because I've been so good I'm here because I serve a God who's able to do anything but fail I'm shouting because my last mistake didn't disqualify me for my next blessing and if there's anybody in here that know you stand in the need of a blessing I I'll finish the rest in a few days but I just need you to take 13 seconds and just start praising God for where you are right now I'll say it one more time Wakanda forever I want to thank you Lord because you understand what I'm talking about because Wakanda had a theft called Vibranium and Vibranium gave him some magical kind of power can I bless you real quick I don't know about Vibranium but I do know about Jesus I don't know about Vibranium but I do that the words that come out of Jesus' mouth still have healing power. I do know that at the feet of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. I do know he said if I be lifted up, I'll draw all me hello somebody unto myself and can I bless you one more time and throw up my ex and just say Wakanda forever cause when I say Wakanda I'm just saying the name of Jesus hello somebody because Jesus makes everything alright isn't anybody here can testify I'm just here because I met a man named Jesus I'm just here because Jesus made my heart alright I'm just here cause Jesus made a way out of nowhere is it any real believers in here and that will testify can't nobody do me like Jesus if Jesus have been good to you why don't you throw up your ex right now and say Wakanda forever because whatever you need in the name of Jesus hello Wakanda forever you need a blessing Wakanda forever you need a healing You need a financial breakthrough? I just want you to understand that we serve a God that can do anything but fail. And that's why Paul put it this way. But my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And I just want to know if there's one witness in the house that can testify like I do right now because I feel pretty good. I need to be hushing right now. But when I think about the goodness of God and all that he's done for me when I think about where he brought me from you know why you can't hell hush my praise cause you don't know my story you know why you can't hush my mouth cause you don't know my testimony but I'm a living testimony of what it looks like to be out but he'll bring you back in I'm a living testimony of what it looks like to be down but he'll pick you back up is it anybody here can testify I've cried sometimes I've hurt sometimes I've paced the floor sometimes I've thrown in the towel sometimes but at the name of Jesus he knows out up. I'm done but I just need one witness in the house that don't mind praising it with me I just need one witness in the house that can testify can't nobody do me like Jesus ain't the Lord alright didn't the Lord come through didn't the Lord fix it for you didn't the Lord work it out Didn't the Lord change your mind? Didn't the Lord fix your heart? Didn't the Lord fix the circumstances? Didn't the Lord get you through this? Didn't the Lord cross you over that? Didn't the Lord duck you around this? Didn't the Lord bring you through that? If the Lord's been good to you, every now and then, you ought to find somebody that's got a testimony to Can I bless you real quick? You better check who you're sitting next to because if they don't have a testimony, you ought to say, excuse me. I need somebody with a testimony because folk with a testimony don't mind giving them praise. Folk with a testimony don't mind lifting their hands. Folk with a testimony don't mind opening their mouth and tell somebody, look at me. I'm a living testimony. I should have been. I could have been. But the Lord brought me out. Is there anybody that's grateful today? Is it anybody that got a testimony today? Is it anybody that's not ashamed? That's not embarrassed? That could testify? Real men ought to praise the Lord. Can I bless you real quick? Because some folks think men can't praise the Lord. But i believe i see a few brothers in the house that don't mind giving god glory because when the world counted me out the lord know how to bring you back in is there any men in the house that know you got a reason to praise the lord he kept my family thank you lord he keeps me with a little money thank you lord when i walked out he walked in Thank you, Lord. When I was tripping, He fixed everything. Thank you, Lord. And that's why on a Sunday morning, you can say what you want, but you won't call me trifling because every time I think about what the Lord has done for me, my soul gets happy. And I got to tell the Lord, Thank you for what you've done in my life. If don't nobody else have a reason to praise you, if don't nobody else got a reason to glorify you. If everybody else is stuck up and stingy, I want to tell you I'll praise you if I got to do it by myself. But I'm just looking around the room right now and I see some other folk in the house that know he's worthy. I'm going to sit my mic down and give you 13 seconds. You praise him for what he's done for you. You praise him for where he's brought you from. You praise him for how he delivered your body. You praise him for how he got you out the ditch. You praise him of how he brought you from Louisiana, took you to California, brought you back to Texas. You praise him of how he picked you up, turned your life around, cleaned you up. Now you got a child standing in the house of the Lord with a family that you're responsible for. Nobody but the Lord can do a thing like that. You praise him. For what he's done for you. You were sick, they counted you out. But look at you now. Both hands going up, standing on your feet. Sometimes have arthritis. But even with arthritis, you still know how to give him glory. Is it anybody in here can testify? I've got a story to tell. The Lord. I'm sorry. I was supposed to be sitting a long time ago, but the Lord's been good to me. The Lord has delivered me. The Lord has brought me out. The Lord has brought me through. The Lord has crossed me over, and ain't nobody gonna hush my shout. Ain't nobody gonna shut me up. I want to tell the Lord. Songwriter said, You don't know my story. All the things that I've been through. You don't feel my pain. What I had to go through to get here. And you'll never understand my praise. So don't try to figure Everybody it out, you, Lord. Yeah. because my worship—yeah, my worship is what a mighty God! Come on, you don't. All the that yeah. You, what I had, you never don't because my worship. Yes, Lord. Listen, we want to take this moment to extend to you the privileges to God's church. If something has been said or done today, that the Lord has touched your heart and spoken to you and allowed you to recognize that he's called you to connect with the St. James family as your place of local church affiliation. We extend this privilege to you right now. One of our brothers just want to connect with you and welcome you into the family. We just want to shake your hand, love on you, and let you know how grateful we are for you being with us. If this is the place God has placed on your heart to participate in local church affiliation, we extend this privilege to you right now. You can lift your hands and They'll come to you, or you can step out on faith. They just want to shake your hands and welcome you into the SJBC family. And then to my right, to my left, and in the rear, we have prayer members who are ready, willing, and able to pray with and for you. If you stand in the need of prayer, they'll pray with you right now because we serve that kind of God. He's a right now God. Just lift your hands. They'll come to you. Or you can step out. My right, my left, or in the rear. And they'll pray with and for you.